the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. Welcome along. Thanks for joining us. This is episode 228 of the Boys of Tech, New Zealand's longest running tech podcast. This episode is for Thursday, the 29th of August, 2013. It is a midweek special because it's been a busy week. My name is Edwin Herman. I'm here in the studio and I'm joined over Skype by my regular panelist, Brett King. Welcome to the show, Brett. Hey, hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm laughing because uh, we just did a blooper, which people haven't heard just yet, but if you stick around till the end of the episode, you will hear the bloopers. <laughs> All right, um, what were we going to kick off with? That's right, it's been a busy week, so here we are on, on Thursday morning. We, we, we've got a few more stories to cover, so let's do it now. Instagram have put a new policy out. I'd love to know your thoughts on this. They, what they say is for anyone creating apps, mobile apps, don't use, the, here's what you can't use in your app name, Insta, Gram, or IG, and by implication also Instagram. The, they don't want, yeah, they're basically trying to make, oh, and, and hang on, there's more than that too, Brett. There's also the uh, the stylized font of Instagram. You're not allowed to use that either. Yeah, yeah. What do you, what do you, think, uh, what do you think of all this? Is this fair? Are they allowed to protect their brand like this? No. Or are they being heavy-handed? Uh, heavy-handed, idiotic, and Facebookish. Okay, you had a slightly different uh, opinion than I thought. I mean, I, I, I kind of thought it was all right. No? Why? Why is it all right to try and trademark or prevent people from using words? This yes. isn't... Okay, using the name Instagram as the name of your camera app would be the stupidest thing a new developer could do. But no, no. But what about using like Instagram Insta search in the name of an app and yeah. well, trying to ban people from using Insta in the name of an app or Gram in the name of the app? There is prior art and prior usage and meaning to both those parts of words. Okay, okay. Here, that predate <laughs> the internet, predate the current multiple generations. Okay, Brett. Let's start. <laughs> let's start at one end of the spectrum. And we'll just move slightly. So if someone created an, an app called Instagram or Instagram 2, that's a no-go, no right? That's a no-go. Okay. Instagram what about, is, a is, a, is a trademark okay. name. It's a use name. It's already been used in an app development. Okay. What about if someone What about if someone creates an app to, to search Instagram photos and they call it Instagram search? Instagram search? Hmm. Ooh, that's a difficult case. But as long as the rest of their branding was different enough, I think you could get fair use for that. Okay. Because your okay. app I, I is see, yeah. designed to search Instagram. And so the name of the app implies that you are searching Instagram. It's not Instagram search but it's searching Instagram. So, so, so you're I saying think fair use should should go with that one. Right. As long as the whole name of the app was, you know, 
search Instagram or Instagram search. Okay, so long as you're not masquerading and making it try as to look like... As long as you're like not masquerading as Instagram. Yeah, okay. So your logo would have to be different. Your fonts would have to be different. Your branding, completely different. Okay. But if so, your app's purpose was still to search Instagram, then I think that using the name, as long as it's not in the same style as font and stuff as the Instagram usage of it, would be come under fair play, I reckon. Okay, so let's move a little bit further along the spectrum. What about Insta search? It's easy, yes. Okay, so this is where you draw... Okay, I've seen where you've drawn your line now. So, see, I I think I draw, draw my line a little bit further. To me, you know, the one before that, when I said Instagram search and you said, oh, maybe if this, then, you know, that's, yeah. where, that's where I'm at with Insta search. Yeah. And then the next one, if you like, further along, why? What, what, I don't know what that would be, but uh, would would be a clear cut, more clear cut. Um, I don't know. I, I still feel I, I, can, I develop an app called Insta Search. It's designed to search through a database of um, street addresses of local ramen houses. Why can't I call yeah, it Yeah, okay, I see where you're going with this. But it, So you're saying that Insta is too generic, Instagram shouldn't yes. have control Insta over Insta. Yes, Insta is generic. Gram is generic. They mm. are generic. Mm. Why can't I create a music synthesizing app that I call uh, Polyphonogram? Oh, I don't know. Could you? I'd be surprised if you could. Okay, what about though, Brett, if you are in the business of what Instagram is and that snaps, what if what if I call something Snapgram or InstaSnap? And it is to take, it is a photo taking and sharing. Um, I think you'd be fine as well because there is also prior art of Insta. Mm. The Instamatic, that is a camera, an actual camera for taking photos. So why can't you call it an InstaSnap? Yeah. Mm. Insta is already yeah. a prior art for use with photos. Mm. Well, anyway, Inst- so Instagram really shouldn't be able to claim Insta either because there is prior art for it in relation to photos. Now, the only other possibility that I would, you know, that, that could change this whole argument is whether Instagram have actually uh, filed and, more importantly, been uh, granted patents for their their names or trademarks for for, for Trade- those words for Insta in the field in the market of photo sharing. Now, if they have, well, you know, that's fair enough. And, and your gripe would be with the, the patent rules not and trademark rules, not Indeed. with... And you'd be able to take um, go to the patent office and show prior art. Well, yeah, it can be, yeah, exactly. You can challenge it's that. Instamatic. I've already named one. Mm. Camera was around long before Instagram. Oh, and Facebook. I, I keep forgetting Facebook own own Instagram, don't they? Well, of course, which is why in, in, Facebook's yeah. ridiculous IP and brand protection policies have extended to Instagram. Yeah, exactly. With their, you're not allowed to call something face something or book or something book. Yeah, yeah, because uh. book is totally you know, Facebook. You know, Zuckerberg, <laughs> he came up with book. He came oh, up I know, with it's face crazy. too. He yeah, totally the, did not take the name Facebook from something that already existed. Yeah, exactly. That, that's really the crush of me. And make a digital yeah. version of that's, it. Yeah, for yeah, me, that's totally the, did, There's totally no prior <laughs> art for that one. Oh, yeah. 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 Douche. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's leave that one there. But uh, if you are an app publisher and you're considering, so, you know, making a play on the word Insta or Gram or Instagram, something like that, well, you know, you could just save yourself the hassle, rightly or wrongly, save yourself the hassle and don't even go there. Because yeah. Facebook's out or, to, to get you. 
set yourself apart. So the the whole word thing, I'm I'm very anti that, as you know. I'm very anti people trying to stop you from using words. But the other thing that they are protecting is the you know their stylized sort of font usage. And yeah, they're looking logos that look exactly the same as theirs. Um, that that's fine. One thing I am in that. Well, one thing that they have stated in that same vein, which I am also anti, is they don't want camera apps to use camera logos in their. Yeah, logo. that's well the same camera logo that they use. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, as long as it's only the same one. If they start going after other ones which look similar or, you know, use a camera as the oh, picture. That, that'd be way over the line, surely. Exactly. That yeah. would be like they would take a giant leap over the line and fall off the cliff and nobody would care. <laughs> and I'd be very, very surprised if that was the case. Brett, let's leave the story there. Let's, but it would not surprise let, me. Well, yeah, I, yeah, fit, fit, yeah, I know, I know, because Facebook, they'll try. Because they used a camera sort of thing. Fortunately, there are so many other camera apps that came out before Instagram with cameras <laughs> as their logos that there's tons of prior art to stop Yeah, that's right. Nonsense. But you're right, you know, Facebook will try anything they can. Let's leave the story there. Let's talk about uh, MindFlash because they're marketing an online training solution with a, with a twist. They've got this technological solution that it, it, basically, the the this is online training solutions, right? They it tracks your eye movements, and if you look away, it pauses. It pauses the training. It doesn't just keep going. You know, the idea being that if you're if you're not paying attention or you're distracted, it'll just it'll just wait. It'll wait for you to to get focused again or to come back to your computer or device. Uh huh. Hmm. Okay. Why? What's the purpose? Well, the purpose is so that you don't uh, end up, and I don't know if you've done this before, Brett, I, I, I know I have, where you sit down to, to watch it or to partake in a training, you know, online training package, you hit mm-hmm. play and you're watching the demos and stuff and et cetera, et cetera, and you get distracted, you look away, and meanwhile, you know, 45 minutes later, it's, it's it keeps playing and you come back to your computer and it's like, oh, okay, where was I? Rewind. It's to avoid mm-hmm. that. Or, or even momentary lapses of concentration. You know, if you're looking away, maybe someone's talking to you. It stops. It's it's a convenience thing, you know. So people don't. Is have this to- for the play? Okay, in your example, why wouldn't you just pause or come back and tell it to replay? Because you don't always remember. This is the point. You don't always remember. It, it's it's. You know, you get distracted or there's a, a fire alarm or, or someone comes up to your desk. Hey, Ed, um, can I ask yeah, you? But the point being that you'd you'd rewind it anyway. Because if you'd gotten that distracted, you were watching the video thing, you'd probably rewind the video anyway so that you could watch and get back into the flow of what they were talking about. I don't know many people who could pause a video, go away for 45 minutes doing other stuff and come back and pick up exactly where they left off, still in context of what was previously played. Okay, sure, it's not the holy grail, but see, isn't, it, isn't it a good, a good start? Well, I can it? see its use in those online, uh, the online training and testing um, things where it actually has a timer. That's the ones that I can I can really see. You know, watching a video and then having to rewatch it. Whatever, um, hitting pause, going backwards. Meh. My God, creating technology that stops you from moving a mouse um, of four millimeters. Ooh, uh, way big. Uh, no, but there are lots of um, online tests and uh, training packages, training things, where once you click start, it Starts a timer, and you've got a certain amount of time to. Yeah, but that would be the, too easy to fake. Assessment. That'd be too easy to fake. Uh, well, to, sorry, not fake. Um, uh, what do you call it? Um, circumvent. 
Yeah, I could take a, a screenshot or something, or have two, a dual monitors, and then you look the other, look at the other one, and it's pause the time. You know, I, I w- that's where I wouldn't put it. I'd, I'd go for. I, I don't know. I kind of think this is cool the way it is for, just as a convenience thing rather than a, a control thing. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, uh, but who knows? Let Let's see what <laughs> whether it and how does it know it, it's you. Looking at it, not somebody else. Well, maybe it also pauses if there are two pairs of eyes. That'd be a good licensing thing too as well, you know? No, no, you have to buy a second license if you want the second pair of eyes to, <laughs> to partake. I Edwin, don't know. Uh, sometimes I don't know whether or not you're joking or whether or not you're actually an <laughs> evil corporate entity <laughs> pretending to be a person because that is possibly one of the most evil things I have ever heard you say. <laughs> Oh, man. Eye tracking. Nobody, nobody in their right mind will ever have a webcam pointed at themselves doing anything like that ever again. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, I'm about to install a software that I know has an eye tracking thing to make sure that I can't watch it or use it if there's somebody else looking at my screen. (laughs) Uh, um, uh, I'm not going to have a webcam. (laughs) Yeah, well, how far is too far is the question. That is the the stupidest thing. Mm. Oh, now, Brett, you, you, totally you did a you uh, did a biology degree, <laughs> didn't you? You've got you hold a, a bachelor of science in, in biology, don't you? Indeed. So you you know about slime mold, right? Mm, it's slimy and moldy. <laughs> slimy and moldy. Look, I only found out about this about I don't know about nine months ago. Really? And, and where have you been? Slime mold has been around for longer than humans. I know. I had no idea about what it was, and now I want some. I want my own slime mold, and I'm going to feed it oat flakes anyway. That's kind of gross. It's cool, and you can make a maze. And there's all oh, these time lapse videos on YouTube about this of, of all these mazes, and 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 it finds Good. the shortest yeah. path. Here's something a little better for you, Edwin, and far more cute. Okay, Get what? Yourself a rat. A r- <laughs> I don't think that would go down well at home. Possibly not, but neither would slime mold. Now, slime mold's fine because it's just it's just slime gross, slime and, mold, and, and, and when you put it away somewhere, it's suddenly. Everywhere, <laughs> until it runs out of food, so it, it'll stay in its maze. You, you put it, in, you seal the box with, you know, a little window. You could do that with a rat. Oh. <laughs> you could, <laughs> you could. No, anyway, here's the thing though: that these these researchers have found out how to. Uh, well, they've, sorry, they've devised a way, I should say, of translating the behaviour of smart slime mould into emotions. So, obviously, slime mould doesn't, you couldn't say it has emotions as such. It doesn't have a brain. No, it doesn't no have a I brain. think that would be quite but, a big leap. No, but what you can say is that, you know, if, if is it on its way to dying because it's running out of food? Is it um, thriving because it's found the, the shortest path to the food, etc.? And so those sorts of... Um, uh, uh, behaviors, if you like, is it, is it running trans- away from something from something that hurts it, or is it exactly like light? That's good. Exactly like light. It doesn't like and light. And then we, we once again we you know what are you ah? Oh, I can't remember the word for it. There's a word anthropomorphize. That's it. We have some researchers anthropomorphizing the um, results of whether a whether a slime mold moves towards a food or away from something that will hurt it. Well, it's almost personification, isn't it? Exactly. But, but this is what these guys have done. They've translated this is it being they, happy. They, <laughs> well, they have. They've translated this into emotions, and the emotions are conveyed by a robot, which smiles or frowns or you know, and so on. A creepy, creepy looking robot. Yeah, I saw the video. That doesn't look very. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, slime mold is kind of creepy, right? It's, yeah. It's fitting. Yeah. It's fitting, isn't it? <laughs> In that sense. Kind of. Maybe. 
they, they could have at least made it a, a, like a, a fluffy, fuzzy thing with a, a smiley face, not something that was supposed to look like a human head. I know, a Furby. Yeah, a Furby. Mm. A Furby smiling and cooing or frowning and making shrill noises. Yes, there you go. That would have been better. That, but, that, would, be, that would be better than the, the really, really creepy looking face. <laughs> yes, it would. But you know, the, technologically, though, it's kind of cool and on how they uh, how they did this because as the uh, slime mold goes about its business, it produces electrical signals, and and those electrical signals are different for different things. Like you know, as you said, if you shine a light on an, in a spot, it, it sort of eventually moves away from that spot. That has a different electrical pattern to, to, to something else yeah. and so what they've done is they've fed those electrical signals uh, into, they've basically converted them into sound and and then from sound into uh, what the basically the robot interprets the sound. Mm. Yeah. So it technologically it's kind of interesting. Goes, this, is, this, is, this is bad sound, this is good sound. Mm. That's kind of cool in, in terms of the, the behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. I think the most interesting part about it is they the, the discoveries in the way that these um, different, you know, individual amoeba uh, are c- communicating with each other. Yeah. Because that's yeah, what this yeah. whole electrical signal thing is all about. It's about all of these, a bunch of, a bunch of the individual cells in the slime moles have just been hit by this big beam of light and they really don't like it. And they're going, we need to move away from this. And, and they're producing these electrical signals, which are letting all of the other cells around them know that, wait a minute, this is not a place to be, move away from it. Mm, that's right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's fascinating so stuff. It's, it's, communication. Look, it's communication between a whole heap of individual organisms within this one one entity. Well, look, Brad, for the past nine months, when I first found out about the, the existence of slime mold, I've been fascinated by it. Mm. I, I really want some of my own. And in fact, I emailed a few people to see if I can get hold of some, and, and I haven't heard back yet. But uh, apparently you can go just to the forest or, you know, and, and find, find it under, you know, fallen logs and stuff. Yeah. It looks kind of like mucus. Yeah, I've never I've never seen it in in real life. I mean, I've seen photos. Brett, maybe you and I should go for a walk somewhere, and uh, and and you can and help. help. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll go slime mold hunting. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? Yeah, yeah. Only if you wear the um, fedora and have the whip, unless you've got a pith helmet, and you can go as the traditional, doc, you know, Doctor Livingston, I presume, sort of British explorer. Oh yeah. I need a. Your, uh, I don't have your little khaki shorts and your, your your khaki shirt. What about the crocodile hunter? Your pith helmet and your elephant gun. Steve, Steve Irwin, how about that? Sure. Anyway, look. Before this goes out of control, one last story for this episode. Microsoft have, in fact, I never even knew about this. Uh, uh, they've devised, or they had devised, their own barcode variant. You know, if you like, an alternative to QR codes. Mm. Um, perhaps it's not surprising that I haven't heard of it because the announcement here is that they're nixing it. it it's um, they're saying that's yeah, it. Yeah. We're, we're giving I, it up. I, I do find it hilarious that the the announcement that brought this this thing's existence to light for me is the announcement that they're going to stop using it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the Microsoft tag did not did not really take off. I feel like saying to Microsoft, you shouldn't have even said anything because no one even knew it existed. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty, I agree. It's basically a row of triangles alternating up and down uh, in different, I think, three different colours? Mm. One, two, three, four different colours. Black, red, cyan, and yellow or something. 
by the looks. Uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting looking, but it never worked. And to be honest, QR codes really haven't taken off as much as they thought. Um, a lot of a lot of people have actually are calling it a bit of a failure. QR codes, but um, anyway, here you go. Microsoft, the Microsoft. Uh, what was it called? The Microsoft uh, tag. That's it. Thank you. The Microsoft tag. Uh, they have to give two years as part of their the, the deal that they when they you know wrote the spec for it. So it will still have two years to go. But they've announced uh, in the last few days that two years from now, that's it. Thanks, Microsoft. Never even knew it existed. It's not that it's dying completely. It's that at that point in time they're handing it over to a third party. Oh, are they? Yeah. Uh, Scanby. Oh, will take okay, management right. of the Microsoft tag um, through its its own platform. Right, okay. All right, and on that note, uh, I'm going to end the show there, Brett, unless there's anything else you want to add. Uh, no. Oh, I tell you what, I do have a great video, which, I, you know, it, it is a half-week episode, so we'll do something a bit different. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add in the show notes a link to this video. Have you seen the parody of Call Me Maybe on Carly Rae Jepsen? Um, there's a few of them out there, but have you? The- uh, yeah, I, I've well, I've seen one which is it's a parody video, but the the song is the same, and it is the the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, oh, um, right. yeah, no. and the Marines, the U.S. Marines in Iraq, doing a shot for shot remake of the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders version of the video for the song. Okay, it's I ha- hilarious. I have seen that one. I thought this this one this other one that I'm talking about uh, the one by the key of awesome absolutely trumps it you got it you got to watch it Brett I'm going to post this on our show notes I ha- I was I just can't stop laughing every time I I, I, I watch it so I have possibly seen it I I'll, do watch the key of awesome I'll send it to you and uh, I'll put it on the show notes anyway Brett want to thank you very much for co-hosting always a pleasure to argue and such forth and you do it so well. Spout things that I may or may not have any knowledge on. Hey, you do such a wonderful job. So, look, thank you, Brett. And thanks to our listeners. See you again next week. Till then, take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm in the studio. My name, my name is Edwin Herman. I'm in the studio. It sounds like I'm in a payphone. I'm at a payphone. Anyway, sorry, I'll do that again. <laughs> Brett's probably laughing, but he's got himself on mute, I'm sure, um, until I introduce him. Let's back that truck right up, and here we go again. <laughs>